Hey, and welcome back to the Liberty Dispatch, broadcasting across enemy lines into the Canadian culture war. We're so thankful that you've joined us on this very special podcast. And I don't want to take up any more of this man's time because he's busy preparing for the protest that is about to happen this coming Wednesday, September 20th. And I'm joined by Camille L. Sheik. And he is the protester for the One Million March for Children. Brother Camille, thank you so much for coming on the program. How you doing, brother? It's a pleasure. Good, good. Well, I'm super excited to, to have you on the program to talk to you a little bit about the march itself, but also to pick your brain. First question, what's the genesis? How did you, Camille, get started in this whole fight maybe you can tell us a little bit about who you are your kind of background and what really alerted you to this agenda of radical sexualization of children and indoctrination into these radical left-wing views that were happening in public schools so maybe we can start there Oh, wow. That's a very big question, and I'll try to answer it uh, with the best that I can. So uh, I grew up in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, I, you know, a Muslim, uh, practicing Canadian Muslim. Um, originally, my parents are from Lebanon. Uh, but, uh, you know, I got a corporate background, CEO roles, former auditor, former city manager. Biggest team I've managed was 3,000 people. So I'm a big organizational guy, but always been a philanthropist for the past 25 years. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I got a lot of work uh, on the back end of politics. Uh, so I'm usually advising politicians of all levels. Uh, my work is mostly nonpartisan, um, activist all my life. Uh, so you'll probably, if you Google me, you'll, you'll probably see some of my activism, you know, anti-war, all that kind of stuff. I don't want to see people die. I don't want to see people suffer in general. Um, so what attracted me to this, um, it's you know obviously as a father of three i've been married for 21 years uh i have three kids uh some of them are teenagers but they're in private school so it's really not my fight per se but maybe it's for my grandkids and and for the rest of uh, you know canadian kids so um a few things uh there was uh you know the the josh alexander kid uh, that got expelled uh from school for a year uh, for trying to protect, uh, you know, uh, teenage girls from, uh, you know, the washroom, the gender thing. Uh, so that I found very disheartening. And then I saw several things like that where there was school indoctrination, you know, in Ontario. I live in Ottawa, Ontario, right? So, uh, you know, Muslims voted in Doug Ford. Um, so kind of to eliminate the pedophilia books that uh, Kathleen Wynne brought in under the previous liberal government. And Doug Ford uh, didn't, uh, he promised to get rid of them, but he didn't. And today he's responding because we're putting a lot of pressure, obviously. Um, so the idea behind that was, you know what, we're hearing in Calgary that, uh, you know, uh, a, a teacher is saying, uh, go back to your country. And these are Muslims born in Canada. So discrimination is okay, but, you know, for a certain visible minority, um, their rights trump everybody else's rights. So that's why I started coming in in the protest in June and everything happened organically. 
Yeah, well, that's that's very interesting. Like you've touched on a few things that are very interesting. One, you know, I think a lot of the narrative maybe around you getting involved is like, oh, you're a Muslim man from, as you said before we got on Timbuktu and you're coming here, you're creating all this trouble, um, Camille. Uh, But but what you've said is. No, I'm a Canadian through and through. I've been here oh, my Canadian. whole life. Yeah, of yeah. I love here. You know, it's just just to assume that I'm from another country is just is yeah. laughable to me. Yes, and also, you know, you said, well, hey, my my kids are in a public sc- or a private school. Maybe it's not my fight. But what I want people to remember is, as Canadians, we're all paying taxes that are going to fund these public school educa- this public school education. So if they deem our money good enough to be putting into these indoctrination factories, then we ought to, regardless of our kids are going there, have a say on what's going on. So I really appreciate the fact that you're using the gifts that you've compiled over all these years to help others stand up and speak their voice. But then again, because we all pay into these systems through course of taxation, we all get a voice in that as well. So I think that's really important uh, to bring out. Now, I want to touch on a little bit of what you're saying, too, because the narrative surrounding this, right? Like I'm looking at a, a, a memo that was sent out from the Ontario Federation of Labor, and they're saying this is a far right, ultra, super <laughs> duper, mega um, <laughs> group of individuals who are putting this together under supposed parental consent. So maybe you can help us understand the diversity of the crew of individuals. You know, you're a Muslim man. I'm a I'm a Protestant Christian man myself, and we're having I this. I got a lot con- of Protestants on my team. Well, that's good, <laughs> and we're we're having this conversation. We're not hating yeah. each other. We're we're loving one another in in this conversation. Absolutely. Um, so maybe you can talk about a little bit of the diversity of the movement, but then also what is, what is the the impetus behind this movement? Is it hatred? Do you hate a certain amount of people no, that you just want to express not. that? Okay, so I'm going to give you, unlike the media, I'm going to give you the opportunity to, to put in your own words what this is all about and then talk a little bit about, yeah, the, the eclectic group that's that's behind this march. Absolutely. So again, we're not looking to oppress anybody. Let's make that clear. We're not looking to compel anybody uh, as to how to live their lives. Uh, Muslims came relatively new to the dance. Muslim Canadians came relatively new to the dance because there's a, a scripture in the Quran that says, there's no compulsion in religion. We don't want to compel anybody to do anything against uh, their beliefs and stuff like that. So we tried very hard uh, to, um, to uh, you know, respect people's views. Canada is, you know, obviously many flavors. Um, it's got many ideologies. And this is the melting pot that Canada is. You know, a Canadian is white, they're Hispanic, they're First Nations, they're Middle Eastern. Um, so, you know, Canada has brought all these ideologies together. And what we're saying right now, it's not about the visible minority, the you know radical woke community, the pride community. Okay, they have enough. You know, they got Pride Day, Pride Year, Pride Month, Pride sidewalks, Pride banking apps, Pride flags everywhere. We know, we know you exist. Okay, and 
we're we're agreeing to disagree. I've I've had uh, you know pride subordinates uh, work with me, and I worked with them based on the, the work they do, and I don't care what happens in their bedroom. But let's make something clear here. 98.4% of Canadians, or 98.5, or maybe a little bit less than that, are heterosexual families. So why is Canada accommodating to one visible minority while, uh, and, and their rights trump everybody else's rights, and again, they're a community that doesn't procreate, now all of a sudden they're targeting the heterosexual community's kids. That is incredibly disturbing. So what we're saying is, look, to each their own there. You want to do whatever you want to do. Don't do it in the Pride Festival in Toronto, going naked in the streets, showing your ornaments, and showing it to kids that are minors whilst being aroused. Okay? You want to do it in the gay bars? You do it. There's adult consent. Children cannot consent to sexual indoctrination like that. Okay? And we're saying we want... Canada's children to be raised by Canada's parents mm -hmm. and parents amen. reserve the right. Amen. Of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, Canadians reserve the right to raise that kid. If you're in a Protestant home or you're in a Catholic home, a Jewish, a Muslim, a first nations home, you reserve the right to raise that kid for the first 18 years, the way you like, and you are the first protector of that kid. It's up to Canada's parents to parent kids, not the government, not the pride community with all due respect, not even the teachers unions. Yeah. And that's, that's super important. And the interesting part too, is, uh, you actually have members of this more broad so-called pride community that have actually, despite what it's being pro uh, the protest is being framed as as this anti 2SLGBTQIA sure. protest, you actually have people who would consider themselves lesbian, gay, bisexual, who have actually stood alongside the protesters and said, we're, this is right. We don't want to sexualize children in this way in schools. And parents ought to have that level of consent in guardianship because if they're going to have a fiduciary responsibility that the government holds them accountable while their kids are their dependents, they ought to also have the, the ability to consent to these things. They're backing it up too. So again, talk a little bit about the diverse group of individuals who are all coming together a part of this protest. Well, again, I mean, uh, you know, this is the straight tide uh, of, of com communities coming together. They're Christians, they're Muslims, they're Jews, they're Buddhists, uh, all creeds and colors. And what we're doing is we're trying to get parent parental right until 18 years old, and we're trying to protect kids' innocence. We don't want sexual indoctrination in the school. No offense to any other community. We're not looking to oppress anybody, and we're doing this peacefully. And what we want to do is we want to ensure that Canada's kids grow in Canada's homes, be it a Protestant home or a Muslim home or whatever it is, but it's a Canadian home in the end. And we're going to trust Canada's parents to, to parent Canada's kids. And I think I th think that's a really good point because so much of this is that's underlying this is a suspicion about parents, just a suspicion about yes, your it's insulting to parents, <laughs> extraordinarily insulting because they have to assume in this equation that teachers are 
benevolent individuals with no agendas themselves who are actually in in a way the better guardians of children put under their care and then they have to assume that parents are stupid that they're not actually looking out for their best interests of their children and that's why the in this kind yeah. of idea that they're putting forward teachers need to step in to disabuse the children of the prejudices of their no yeah, good so ne'er-do-well parents and it is, is extraordinarily and it is fascism i'll be honest yes with you. teachers are meant to teach and prepare the 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 the, the youth of the future into jobs and niches teachers are supposed to teach science math uh, you know, philosophy, geography, you name it. They're supposed to prepare the next generation of Canada's workforce. That's their job as teachers. They're not parents. They may be parents for their kids, but we're asking teachers to teach and prepare students and, you know, let parents parent the kids. And, you know, I think um, our silence and our uh, uh, need to be, uh, you know, nice and, you know, sorry, we're a land of sorries and thank yous. We don't want to offend anybody. Our silence went on for so long that this has been going on for 40 years, this pride campaign or whatever it is. Now, again, we're not pointing everybody with the same brush, but you've had a honeymoon for a long time. You got all the rights. There's nothing to worry about. What we're telling you is we're drawing a line in the sand, kids, belong to their parents until 18 years old. Let's make that clear. Yeah. Well, part of this is our silence has not only led to the enshrining of rights that all Canadian citizens possess regardless of sex, religion, creed, whatever. Um, what we're seeing, and, and this is extraordinarily important for Canadians to understand, is we're seeing that the LGBTQ community has not been granted normal rights. They've been granted uber rights. And now this is coming into conflict where, with normal Canadian citizens and the rights that they possess, namely parental <laughs> consent over their children and what they're doing. And it's totally absurd. You mentioned well, it's condescending. And yeah. it's narcissistic. And yes. let's call a spade a spade. I'm sorry. No, Again, <laughs> I appreciate I'm gonna, it. I'm going to, I'm going to call that out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because that's what's happening. And mm -hmm. you know, I refuse to be silenced or demonized or called transphobe or homophobe because I'm saying what it is. Okay. You are oppressing the rest of Canadians, all 98.3 or to 5% of Canadians, heterosexual families. Okay. And again, this protest, from coast to coast has millions of people coming down do not underestimate this protest and it's growing every day i've met you just today and mm -hmm. and and because you're interested in this mm -hmm. and guess what it's translating in our in our groups everywhere i've uh, i've assigned and Nadine Nass as an MPE for Saskatchewan, a Christian former RCMP officer who's a, who's a mother of five, bless her heart, she's doing an exceptional job. I've signed a Marilyn Jones as an uh, as a MCM, Movement City Manager for the city of Barrie. That's another Christian white person that's, that's 
feels like my sister from another mister in, in the group. She's she's making her life a lot easier. Okay. And then there's a Kisa McDonald in Victoria, BC. And there's there's people everywhere working together to build this thing. And it's it, it's massive. And we're not going away. No, and and that's that's really encouraging to hear the the amount of people from all various backgrounds who are waking up to this because just so you know you use this as your example of you getting uh you know really the light switching on and you saying we got to stand up and do something about this joss alexander well we as yeah. liberty coalition canada through our liberty defense fund we're actually um defending him in court with our chief litigator james kitchen so we've been on the forefront of of um you know, defending the rights of, of kids like Josh to just stand up and speak out. And it's really vast. Like the amount of parents yeah. who have reached out to us to say, hey, my kid got suspended from school for wearing there's only two gender shirt, stuff like that. Um, it's like it's amazing to see well, how many people are waking up. And it's very encouraging that t t to me, uh Camille, that you said, this isn't the end. This is the beginning, right? So yes. can you talk a little bit about that? Maybe what you hope will come from the protest. Maybe before we get into that, actually tell people how they can get involved, where they can go to learn more about the protest this coming Wednesday. And then you can talk about what do you hope will come from the protests themselves? Well, uh, I mean, let's let's face it. This is going to be the biggest protest in Canadian history. OK, uh, the protest we've been working for several months, uh, 24 seven. Well, I mean, that's a figure of speech to bring Canadians together. How people can get involved, go to handsoffourkids.ca to register. And we need you to register. Tell us what kind of work you'd like to do. I mean, we have criminal lawyers volunteering their time. We have, uh, you know, PhDs, engineers. We have restorators. We have average Canadians just wanting to work and they have a skill set. And guess what? Um, they're coming and we're embracing them in the teams. Now, we're building teams from coast to coast. So the MCMs are not just for Wednesday, September 20th. The movement city managers are going to be working uh, in their respective areas to build this united front from coast to coast to address uh, the issues that affect all Canadian families and children. Awesome. 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 Okay. So how can people get involved in the march that's happening on Wednesday, where can they go to get that information? And where can they go uh, to get uh, more information, how they can continually work with you guys and continue to be involved in this united front that you're talking about? Absolutely. So go to handsoffourkids.ca, register. Uh, we all, we're also on Facebook, Hands Off Our Kids, or Million People March for Children. Okay. Um, so what we want people to do is if you're in Victoria, you, you, uh, you, we have the name of the MCM uh, on site. Um, so go reach out to the MCM and say you want to volunteer, you want to help out, where can I work and stuff like that. So we're building teams city by city and province by province. That's the way we're doing it. And just reach out to your respective MCM in your area. And that's how you get in. But the first thing you need to do is register online and hands off handsoffourkids.ca. And that, uh, that starts the process and just reach out to the MCM in your area. So, for example, if you're living in Toronto, then you might want to go to Dr. Bahira Abdus Salam 
for uh, Toronto MCM. If you live in Barrie, you go to Marlon Jones and you tell her, "Hey, Marlon, I'd like to, uh, I'd, I'd like to come in and, and and help you out here. What can I do?" Type thing. This is after you've registered at the website, and you know we're we're germinating people into the group, and it's getting very big. So then you're added to uh, groups and uh their their communication groups uh you know we use all all kinds of mechanisms signal and whatsapp and a whole bunch of other things emails uh and then uh, you're you're gonna get to work right away excellent well thank you so much camille i know you're extraordinarily busy as the day approaches we do hope that people would uh go and participate peacefully joyfully in love of defense of their children's innocence and their right to have consent over their children that is what we hope and we do appreciate all the work that you and apparently many others are putting in to create this united front camille so uh, god bless you sir thank you so much for coming on and and i wish you all the best in all you do moving forward thank you and i wish you the best okay god bless brother Liberty Dispatch has been brought to you in partnership with Liberty Coalition Canada and Christian Week and has been produced by SDG Media. You can find all things Liberty Coalition Canada at libertycoalitioncanada.com.